Welcome to the Employco HR Podcast. I'm Rob Wilson, President of Employco, and with me is my brother and partner, Scott. Hello. And our Vice President of HR, Jason Eisenhut. Hi, everyone. And working, working the board is uh, Nikki Navarro. So thanks for joining us. Uh, it is that uh, time of year, the holiday season, and uh, usually uh, this time of year we talk about the do's and don'ts of holiday parties, and this year it's a little bit different. So for... Uh, for the first half of the show, we're going to talk about the do's and don'ts of the virtual holiday parties. And then uh, the second half, uh, your rights, responsibilities uh, that uh, employers have regarding uh, your employees traveling uh, and self-quarantining over the holiday season. So, uh, Jason Scott, so let's get to the virtual holiday parties. So, usually we're talking about don't let your don't let uh, people get overserved. Uh, you know, the do's and don'ts of, uh, of the in-person. So it's a definitely a new twist this year. Yeah, there's still some do's and don'ts. So um, what we recommend is reminding employees, just like any other prior year, that it's the, the par- party's optional. So it's not required to attend the holiday party. If you do, then it obviously can get into some pay issues and, and payroll. Um, but for any parties that are probably virtual, because I think 70, over 70% of the companies that are doing virtual holiday, doing a holiday party this year are doing a virtual. So a uh, funny example I heard from one of our clients in the Chicago suburbs, they had a all company virtual kind of get together, not a party, but like a, just a meeting. And uh, one of the employees had their zoom on and their spouse walked in the background, just got out of the shower and oh, no. <laughs> yeah, oh, not, no. not good. and a different client. In That's the city a problem. Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. A different client in the city of Chicago, I guess they didn't know this, but two coworkers were have been having words back and forth behind the scenes. And during a Zoom call about kind of religion, one one of the employees is very Christian, the other one is atheist. And in the Zoom call, the two employees purposely put on in the background uh, the the very religious person, Christian, put lots of crosses, and the atheist person put different symbols of being atheist. So that made a lot of their coworkers uncomfortable. So anyway, so to, before a virtual party, remind people to be aware of your background, your what's what you're showing your, in your Zoom call, uh, kind of be mindful of it. Uh, remind employees if you're going to be starting to drink before the all-employee party, still kind of be careful of drinking and driving in case you're not at home doing the Zoom call. So some of the same things you kind of want to watch out for in the kind of the in-person parties also. You know, the background side, Scott, that's something that we kind of talked about on the political pre-election side. You know, don't have the Trump or Biden poster in your background. Yeah, and try to limit that. So one of the things that I had a question with that I figured I would ask you, Jason, as the expert, a lot of the um, online services, whether it be Zoom or GoToMeeting, has the record option. Do you recommend recording it or not? Because if you record it, then there's a record from a legal standpoint. Also, though, if you record it, then if uh, an employee has to be reprimanded, you have a copy of it. If you do record it, then you obviously have to tell the employees that you're recording it, right? Yeah, and we've that's a, you've gone through the two bullet points, the two pros and cons, exactly what we'd recommend. So it, we've seen the attorneys that I've talked to, uh, kind of some do recommend it, some don't. Uh, but also what you need to be mindful of if you do record it, and there's sometimes private chat features. So if employees start to get overserved and one employee's chatting behind the scenes, a direct one-on-one chat to somebody else using the chat feature, sometimes that's recorded, and the employer can see that 
uh, and do you have a, a responsibility to monitor that to make sure people are behaving appropriately? So in some states and local, you want to kind of check your local legislation, give us a call. We can kind of walk you through that, hrandplico.com. We're here to help because each each state and each kind of unique situation needs to be looked at separately. So I would think either way you want to be up front. If you are recording it, you want to tell your employees so that they'll be on their best behavior. Give them notification, right? All right, let cool. them know up front that you're recording them. So, uh, you know, and typically in your in your live parties, we've uh, you see a pretty wide variety from entertainment and bands and dinners and drinks and you know, mixing it up quite a bit. As you look at now your online virtual party, We've seen, uh, in some cases, uh, we've had some clients that have outsourced to, uh, they brought disc jockeys in. We, uh, a, another company brought in a, uh, a celebrity comedian. They've done, you see, trivia contests, uh, gift, you know, uh, such a wide variety, but some easy ones, depending, you know, whether you're on a budget or what, you know, like we, our office, you, we, every year we do a grab bag. So we're doing a, this year we're doing a secret Santa gift exchange. It's going to be a little bit more difficult because you're going to have all the gifts delivered to one location and people are going to pick numbers and open it. So it's still fun, but it's definitely on zoom a little bit more, uh, a little bit more work to do. Yeah. A different client told us that they're going through a, an ugly Christmas sweater contest. Whoever's got the ugliest sweater will win a contest and win a prize. And Scott, I was going to bring that one up because uh, Jason usually has the uh, the holiday sweater <laughs> they on. They usually win that, right? Yeah. And I noticed that you'd mentioned a gingerbread house contest or uh, what else? Holiday uh, karaoke. So some good ideas. Yeah. And, you know, uh, the, there's trivia contests, the, uh, you know, uh, you can with Zoom. You can do a lot of with Zoom. You can break out into uh, into different rooms, so you can send people off. So if you have departments, you can say, you know, all right, so we're all together on one screen, and then you can pull off your, you know, operations department or your sales department, uh, whatever your various departments are, if you want to, uh, into different departments for X number of minutes. You know, when when you look at you know holiday parties in the past, years past. You know, you'd have companies start at noon, and that still might be going on at eight, nine, ten at night, midnight. Yeah. Who knows? You know, especially with Uber. But is on the there, third or is fourth there, stop, yeah, right. Is there a perfect uh, length of time for for a Zoom holiday party? Yeah, I, I think maybe ninety minutes to two hours is probably the threshold where people feel that they're sitting the same amount of time and in front of a computer screen, the, the same amount of time and you're not able to interact and it's, it's just not the same. So yeah, you're probably somewhere around the two hour mark is probably the max people feel comfortable and would want to kind of stretch the limit. Yeah. My wife, uh, Stacy and I were, uh, we were on two different YPO holiday parties on Friday and Saturday. And the Friday one was, uh, it was a couple hours and after an hour and a half, you're kind of, done sitting at uh sitting in front of a, t- a, a computer screen doing a, a trivial or whatever some of it's nice but you can only sit in front of a computer screen on zoom for so long before you you really start to lose interest the hour to 90 minute mark my legs start getting jumpy where it's like i gotta get up and you know sitting in front of a camera that long and so what we did uh what we're we're doing ours actually uh this coming uh on the 19th so typically we do a uh, state of the union kind of state of the state presentation that uh, actually all the three of us make for, on behalf of uh, the company kind of a year end review and then a lunch and drinks. And we're going to, we're skipping all of that uh, part and just going right to zoom just 
because there's only, you know, when you look at that, you've got an hour, you got 90 minutes. And so we're going to break that up into a couple of separate meetings uh, for our team, just so you don't have that Zoom fatigue. Yep. So you still have to be uh, politically correct, Jason, and, uh, and whether they're cocktails at home or uh, versus the live in person. So it's, uh, you know, from an HR standpoint, you still have to be careful and, and make sure everybody's safe and uh, you put on a good event. Yeah, good advice. So, the uh, let's flip to uh, to another uh, the other topic. You know, it's holiday season. You hear there's uh, people are told don't travel, or if you travel to certain states, uh, you should self quarantine. Or if you're in large gatherings, which you know every state, uh, you know, we have got clients in all fifty states, but a bunch of states, they they're saying don't don't get together at all or get together in small groups uh, outside of states like Florida and Texas. So what, uh, what are the employer's rights when you guys look at, uh, you know, if somebody goes somewhere, do you have the right to know as an employer? Can they, can you, can you mandatory quarantining? How do you pay them? Do you have to pay them? So I'll throw that out to uh, both of you guys. Yeah. So there are some states, like you mentioned, Rob, that like California, New York, there are there are mandates that employers can't dig too deep into or, or regulate the employees' personal lives, what they do on their off time. But this is uh, an kind of unprecedented time with the pandemic. And because employers are also forced to maintain a proper safe environment for their employees, they have to kind of be mindful of if employees are going through risky behavior or visiting a risky area and not wearing masks and they're showing that on Facebook, uh, the employers do have a right in some circumstances to either force the employee to quarantine at home or to kind of sign a pledge that they're going to avoid some risky behavior that maybe is against CDC guidelines or their local state ordinances. So, yeah, check your check your local and state legislation or let a company like us know, uh, hrempleco.com. And we can walk you through the kind of the do's and don'ts. Uh, but if you do, if you do have an employee, you do have the right. If an employee is visiting a high risk area, and your local state or local ordinance says your those those workers need to self quarantine for 14 days before returning to work, you do have a right to enforce that and let them know in advance that that's not tolerated. So it's not business travel, Scott. So uh, Jason goes over to. Uh Lake Geneva. Lake Geneva, where it's uh, positivity rates like twenty nine percent, and uh, so we he comes back and we tell him you, you've got to self quarantine. Do we have to pay? Uh, so Jason, if Jason's an hourly person versus salary person, uh, we we really don't have to pay him. Yeah, so the FFCRA would say, so my job does allow me to work remote. So I do have the ability to telecommute. But if I didn't, if I was a warehouse employee or a manufacturing environment or my job just didn't allow for it, uh, then, yeah, if I have to quarantine, then if I'm an hourly employee, I don't have to get paid unless uh, there's a mandate in your local area that says you cannot work. Then let's say you have an exhausted FFCRA pay, you could get up to two weeks of pay uh, to be quarantined at home. Right. And so for your, your remote workers, it's kind of a moot point because in, uh, they can do their job from their, from their homes and, and have been and working it's safe for everybody. Yeah. But yeah, if they're a warehouse person, they're at Lake Geneva, say visiting our Illinois governor there, um, you know, based off of our regulations, they should not our company regulations, but the you know city of Chicago regulations, they should quarantine for two weeks. Right. So it's a uh, it's it's definitely an issue that uh, is new to a lot of businesses this year, and, and 
people you know people are going to travel over the uh, over the holidays and you know, as much as people said don't uh, don't see your friends and relatives on thanksgiving plenty of people did so but uh, you know, just got to got to be safe and uh, the last thing you want to do is uh, is, is spread uh, is one come down with covid let alone uh, give it to your coworkers right i appreciate the advice on that and uh, yeah if there's uh, any questions for us uh, to uh, Jason Scott or myself, feel free to reach out at us at uh, at hr at employco dot com or info at employco dot com. And we're on all social medias, and we're on uh, Instagram now. So that's right. Check out our Instagram page. To, uh, yeah, I'm starting to do the uh, setups now in anticipation of the uh, the Instagram swim sh- swimsuit shots when the pools open up after the vaccines out. So. Well, and, and then you know, after the first year, we're uh, we're hoping to get uh, Jason and, and Scott on the uh, on TikTok doing a, doing an Employco TikTok <laughs> sure. dance. Employco TikTok, of course. Five, six, yeah. seven, eight. Yeah. <laughs> so, but thanks for joining us, and uh, we hope uh, you stay safe, stay stay well, and uh, happy holidays. Happy holidays, and uh, be safe with your virtual holiday parties. Thank you, everyone.